It's time for Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Lincoln Stars broadcaster Joel Norman on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome into another edition of Outside the Box. We're chatting Lincoln Stars hockey here on 93.7 The Ticket, and it's all being brought to you, as always, by Raising Canes. I'm Joel Norman, broadcaster for the Lincoln Stars, and sitting in for the head coach, Rocky Russo. It's one of his assistants, Mike Zanella. And, Mike, how are we doing? Another weekend sweep for the Stars, so got to be pretty fired up here heading into this, this coming weekend series against Sioux City. Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me, Joel. It's always a pleasure to be on here with you. Um, yep, great weekend for sure, and uh, we're transitioning now to, to Sioux City coming up this weekend, home and home with them, so um, last weekend is in the past. Well, let's take one last look at it, though, because those are a couple of great wins, and it's always fun beating Tri-City, too. So a 4-1 to win last Friday on the road. That was a, a strong effort from start to finish for you guys that night. It's a tough place to play, the Viero Center. You guys snapped a three-game losing streak there and got it done with a huge win. What was the biggest key to success last Friday against the Storm? Uh, biggest key to success, I think for us, um, finding con- consistency to our game um, and in 200-foot game and, and playing the right way was, was really what we were looking for coming out of break. Um, you know, you go into break mode and you come back and we had a great win against, uh, was it Omaha the weekend before? And we were mm-hmm. all excited about that. And then uh, we kind of took took the high horse into Tri-City the next night and they put the boots to us pretty good. And uh, we didn't forget that and we wanted to make sure we learned from that and um, anybody can beat anybody in this league on any given night. So if, if you take any any days off or nights off or even shifts off, it'll it'll be sure to haunt you. Yeah, and last Friday, a great start to the weekend, and then you guys made sure it was an even better weekend with a win the next night. First time going to the shootout this season. You guys were the last team in the USHL who had not gone to a shootout, which I kept thinking, and I, I kept saying it on the broadcast, I kept thinking, We've got to be getting close here because odds are that we're going to get to one eventually. It happened Saturday in front of a packed house, and it kind of ended what I called with a walk-off winner. And that was with Antonio Fernandez scoring that winner. Uh, it's obviously a little bit easier to look back at that one in a more positive way, Mike. But that night, you guys had to grind that one out, and you got it done. Yeah, no, absolutely. The whole game was a grind. It was back and forth. I think uh, Tri-City was making sure they had an answer for the night before, and, and they did. They came out and played hard against us on Pretty sure they popped the first one against us, and so it was good to see our guys be resilient and battle back. But, um, you know, Tri-City doesn't just go away, right? They, they play a hard game in your face 40 or, uh, 60 minutes a night. So um, it was good, and the resiliency by the guys was great to see. And then uh, once you get into OT and especially the shootout, at that point you're kind of – hands are off as his coaches yeah. and it's it's up to the guys and you, you want them to have some fun with it too and, and make sure they're attacking it and, and not sitting back and having some fun and, and going out to play to win and, and not just sit back so it was good to see us get the win for sure. yeah overtime hockey is the most stressful of any regular season sport i, I always say basketball football any baseball anything else overtime hockey you're just sitting there pins and needles but uh it was an entertaining overtime period a couple of close chances for both teams in that one but we went to the shootout and the first thought for me was Again, well, okay, this is the first time for the Stars, and then I thought, I have no clue what order they're going to go with for their shooters here. There's a lot of guys who can put the puck in the net, but uh, what was that like? Was that a moment for you guys where, oh, shoot, we haven't been in this scenario yet? Did you did you have a plan ahead of that, or was it kind of maybe a quick discussion before it happened? I, I think Rocky is really well prepared when it comes to stuff like that. Um, you know, we have conversations throughout the week. We do a shootout every single week, and uh, – 
so you have a pretty good idea of who's who's more confident in those situations. I think that's kind of what it really comes down to. And all the guys have the skill to score in, in big moments. There's no question. But it, it comes down to a confidence thing and who's going to go out and, and get the job done when, when the game's on the line. And, um, you know, Rocky picked the right guys. So uh, it was great. I mean, the, the, the nerves must have been through the roof. Like you said, it was a packed house. So hats off to both teams and obviously both goaltenders. They, they both played very well throughout the game and, and obviously in the shootout. But... Um, you couldn't ask for much more of a thrilling end than, than that one. So that was a lot of fun. How great was that crowd Saturday? I mean, I was I had chills a couple of times. That's what you you dream of. You want to have those kinds of crowds, and boy, the fans brought it that night. Yeah, it was awesome. We were joking around saying we got to do Star Wars every Saturday night if that's going to be the show. <laughs> How many guys are going to show up for those games? But no, it was great. It was great. The support here has been awesome. Crowds have been getting better and better, I think. That's a huge testament to obviously not just the way the guys are playing, but really our front office and, and you guys and how hard you guys work. And I know you guys put the time in and building connections in the town and um, it's paying off. So hopefully we can keep delivering for you. Well, it sure really helps when the team's playing as well as you guys are right now. Four wins in a row. Third time this season you guys have matched that number. It's been tough getting to number five. And the last time the Stars did it was back in March of this past season. What's going to be the biggest key to getting that win again at home, though, on Friday against Sioux City? Yeah, um, you know, we want to take care of Friday night for sure. But uh, for me, I want to take care of Wednesday morning first. Uh, I got to go mm -hmm. home, finish some, some video stuff for the guys and make sure we have a good day tomorrow and, you know, just build each block day by day. And uh, But like we were talking about, our consistency going into the weekend has got to be a lot of the same stuff. And we're starting to form an identity here and, and we're really trying to distill in the guys and um, who we are and what makes us successful and then ultimately it's their team right they're, they're the athletes are the ones that go out and play the game and they take the ownership for for the good times and the hard times and um, you know just keep building on what we're doing here and look to get better every day practices are getting pretty intense so it's it's good to see the, the camaraderie and and the uh, competition level so it's good yeah you brought a video and that's a big part of your job you do a lot of that work Mike with uh, looking ahead to other opponents helping some of the stars evaluate themselves. Uh, what's a process like that? You're you're watching game footage from last week, and are you sitting there? In, are you go in? Are you are you working player by player? Sometimes, that, okay, maybe I'm doing one for for Keaton Peters here. I'm I'm gonna look. At, I'm gonna watch his shifts from that night, and then I take notes on. Take me through that a little bit. So I think the way you know it, it ultimately works is the three of us all watch film really closely. Uh, you know, Rocky Art and myself. So uh, you know, Art is really tied down with the goaltending and he, he puts a lot of hours into them um, obviously Rocky's main job is to, is to drive the ship right he's got a lot of outside things that he deals with as far as scouts and um, agents and all the good fun yeah. stuff so my, my main goal with with video is to uh, find some trends collect some footage put a bunch of stuff together and then present it to Rocky and our and show them what I'm seeing hear what they're saying and then we start have some good dialogue going you know this is midweek we're talking and then you know not only stuff about ourselves, but also what we're going to be seeing that next weekend and especially just the Friday night we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves but um, you know then from there we really start to talk about trends and what we're seeing in ourselves and our opponent and we start to formulate our, our plan as a staff and what we want to show the guys and, and from there I can really start to narrow our, vi our video down once I have a good idea of okay this is what we're looking for and then on a daily basis I usually run through it uh, with the staff before we go in and present to the guys. We got usually five, ten minutes of video every day. Not nothing too crazy. We don't want to bog them down, but make sure uh, there's some some good visual aid to what we're talking about, and uh, we're not just drawing on the board or, or talking out of our ears, right? We can show <laughs> some proof of we kind of know what we're talking about at times. So 
Um, and then that's just on a daily basis. And, and so that's kind of how it works. And then the weekends you got your pre-scouts, which, which is, like I said, formulated all week long. So it's interesting with the information, there's so much available at one time. And I was talking about this the other day with another person in our front office. It's, you can get lost in it sometimes. There's so much there. How do you get that healthy blend of here's, you know, the, the advanced statistics I'm looking at as well as here's my eye test. Yeah, that's, um, I think that's more so on Rocky. I would say he's the one that takes all the knowledge of, of uh, you know, his gut feeling and what he sees and what he feels versus what the stats are saying. So um, you can have a great statistical team that's not winning games for whatever reason, and you can have a team that's able to win games and, and, and not doing so well statistically. So you want to have a healthy balance, I think ultimately having a pulse on the room and, and what's going on in there and, and and really a lot of that stuff comes out in practice too you can really see where where your deficiencies are in practice and um, some some of your strong suits so it's a tough balance for sure um, but I think when there's three you got three coaches in, in the office every day we can kind of bounce ideas off each other and um, it's it's always interesting because I'll, I'll come in Monday morning with one train of thought and uh, two other guys might derail me and then have a completely different view and I'm com- you know I'm, I'm in awe and I, I completely agree with them or vice versa maybe I'll, I'll be a little bit more accurate with some things that day and, and they'll be listening to me a little bit more but um, it, it's awesome to have three coaches at this level and really bouncing ideas off each other and you can kind of get a, a holistic view on things. This is Outside the Box here on 93.7 The Ticket, being brought to you by Raising Canes. We're talking talking a little bit of Lincoln Stars hockey ahead of this weekend series. Lincoln taking on Sioux City Friday, 7.05 p.m. at the Icebox, and then on Saturday on the road at the Tyson Event Center at 6.05 p.m. I'm Joel Norman, joined by the assistant coach of the Stars, Mike Zanella. And, Mike, this is a team we've only seen once before, beginning of November, which feels like eons ago at this point. I was looking at the schedule for when that game was earlier today, and I thought – Wow, that felt a lot longer than that really was. But over two months right now, is it harder to prepare for opponents in a situation like this when you haven't seen them? And they've made a couple of trades, too. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I was going through some of the pre-scout stuff the last 24 hours and changing a lot of lineup positions around and numbers for them. So um, they're definitely they're definitely a different team. Um, they're, they're a younger team, and, and they're really starting to come into their own. So... Uh, they're no joke. They can they could beat anybody on any night, and you got to really take them seriously. But um, overall, yes, it's definitely much harder when you haven't seen a team in, in two months um, versus you know ten days ago that we, we saw what Tri City about 150 times already. So um, even though we know what we're getting into, some nights it, you know sometimes it's nice to have that refresher and playing a new team. Right, and I'm sure our guys are excited to play somebody new and coaching staff were excited to play somebody new so um, even though we don't know them as well there's still a good excitement in the room for sure for Friday absolutely I mean this is the second meeting of the season with Sioux City coming Friday number three will be on Saturday 10 games down against Tri-City already only three more left in the season series won't see them again until March 29th but uh, you guys have done great work against them so far leading that season series like we talked about six games that you guys have won uh, and let's talk about that more. How nice is it just to get a chance to, to see someone different? I think there's perks, I think, in a sense maybe for preparing for someone you've seen, but that works both ways. They've seen a lot of you. You've seen a lot of them. Is it kind of nice to just toss a little bit of that recent experience out and say, okay, we're facing someone new. We don't know a ton, so we're focusing on what we can focus on. 
Yeah, no, I think you, you hit a hit a home run there. And, and really, games like this, when you don't know a ton about each other, you really just want to make sure you're bringing your best foot forward, right? And it's easy when you play the team the night before and you, you know exactly what you saw. And, and maybe if you're on the losing side of things, you, you know you have to change some things to go into the next night. And, and if you're on the winning side, sometimes you, you kind of – not that you take your foot off the gas, but you think, oh, geez, they're going to they're gonna make a change. I wonder what it's going to be. Let's make sure we're ready for these different circumstances. You know, if they're going to change their forward check or some neutral zone stuff, um, you know, try to exploit your weaknesses. So it's, uh, it's a double-edged sword for sure. Yeah, and we hope to see lots of fans coming up this Friday, as we mentioned, at the Icebox. Uh, you guys have won all but three games on home ice this season, 10-2-1. What's been the key for playing so well at home this year? Yeah, no, I mean, I think first and foremost, it's just definitely our, our fan base. You know, it's an electric place to be playing. It's extremely loud. I heard the stories uh, preseason of how crazy it gets, and, uh, you know, you can hardly talk during TV timeouts, and I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, I bet it's loud. Yeah. And then you get there, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. you literally can't hear yourself think. So, uh, but, it, no, it's great. It's fun. It makes it makes it electric. I think it's it gives us some home ice advantage for the most part. Um, I also think other teams get up for it, too. It's, it's well known that yeah. we've got one of the best intros in the league, if not the best intro. So, uh, you know, I think the other teams are just as hyped up. But, you know, something about being at home, you know, walking into the rink every day and that being your nest, you want to make sure you're taking care of business there. And uh, Rocky says it all the time. We're extremely blessed. We get what, 30, 31 games at home and you don't want to waste one of those opportunities. So our guys have been pretty good about it. And Hopefully they can keep it going. And this Stars team seems like the type, though, they relish those opportunities on the road, though, as well. They relish when it's a game like Omaha. You know, this is a tough place to play. But, hey, we want to be in these types of situations. I've enjoyed that about them this year as well. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I think that part's a little bit of an identity you have to learn about playing road hockey and being smart. And, um, you know, I would say staying out of the box, but that uh, is something that we're working on for sure. Um, but uh, no, I think playing road hockey is a little bit different. You got to be smarter about your approach and, and how you prepare and, you know, just, just the overall mentality going into that game. You're in somebody else's rink. It's going to be a hostile environment and uh, they're not exactly cheering for you, even though sometimes we go places, we do hear some stars chants. So yeah. shout out to our stars, our fans for that, for sure. But um, you got to be ready for some serious adversity on the road, no question. There have been some trips to the box. It depends. They can be hit or miss at some points. But the thing that's important is the special teams, regardless of whether you've been on the power play or down a skater, have been phenomenal. The power play is really trending in a great direction. The penalty kill has been top of the league for just about the entire season. I, how nice is that to kind of have both in it? Not that you ever get comfortable or complacent, but how nice is that when you look at it right now going, this isn't exactly something we have to go, we have to fix that right now. You're at a good spot. Now it's about keeping it right there. Yeah, and I think anytime you're having some success with something, um, other teams are going to pretty much figure it out and they're going to really keen in on it. And so we're always looking for ways to improve. And, you know, you don't ever want to rely on your special teams to win you games. Um, you want them to make sure they're bringing momentum back to the bench and, and gaining that momentum going forward. And when we're coming out of the box after a hard kill, our bench is electric and we're jumping right into the next shift. But um, sometimes your best penalty kill is one that doesn't exist when you're when you're playing five on five or a man up. So we're ho hopefully to be playing some more of uh, advantage hockey or at least uh, five on five. No, when you guys have been playing a skater up, that top unit has been brilliant on the power play. And I think the biggest reason is because you got some guys back. The last six games, I think you guys have scored a power play goal in every single one of them except for one game. That was the only loss in that stretch against Tri-City on New Year's Eve. 
how nice is that kind of being at full strength for the top power play? There's a couple guys overall on this team who are banged up right now, but you've got all five players that you pretty much want on that top power play right now. It's been good. It's been good. And we've shifted some guys back and forth, uh, especially when we had some injuries and some sickness going on. Um, and our other unit was was really good during that time, to be honest with you. Maybe our numbers weren't where we wanted, weren't, mm-hmm. weren't quite where we wanted, but they were doing a great job of sustaining momentum and they were popping some goals. Um, then we kind of went through a little bit of an injury bug. You had the World Juniors and all that, and everybody was going through that, so you kind of saw that across the league. But um, all in all, I think both units have been extremely reliable this year, and I think the, the, the main talk has been, like you said, our penalty kill and the guys that are going out there. And those are mostly a lot of the guys that aren't showing up on the score sheet every night, but they're, they're the, the, you know, the blue-collar guy, the blue-collar worker that's putting his work boots on every day and, and going to work blocking shots and, and really making a difference on the ice. So uh, we've been really lucky to have everybody contributing in, in one way or another. So it's it's been awesome, and, and that's how that's how the teams get successful. So uh, Absolutely. I'm glad you brought up the second unit success as well because right before December and all those injuries and everyone leaving for World Juniors, World Junior A Challenge, it felt like both units were pretty much at the same page, mm-hmm. and that was a nice option to have. It's kind of nice when you can – you take the quote-unquote top unit off and you bring on the second and you're still feeling just as good. Yeah, no, absolutely. And guys are very interchangeable. And there were some guys that weren't on the second unit that, that could have very well been on the second unit or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, sometimes you think about having a third unit, you know, with the amount of talent you some teams have. And we're fortunate to be one of those teams. And uh, But, yeah, no, to just make sure the guys are taking ownership of their unit, the guys that are out there and, and making the most of their opportunities is, is what it's all about wanted to touch on some of the guys who've been in the spotlight for the Stars as of late. Cameron Whitehead, we'll start with him, winning goaltender of the week. Season high, 39 saves last Saturday. A tight game. Uh, he said it to me earlier today. You guys say, you know, great teams win on Saturdays. It's it's easier to win on the Friday than it is Saturday. But, hey, boy, was he great this weekend in general. He's started four consecutive games right now. He's won each of his last six starts. What did you guys notice from the from the coaching side on the bench when you watch him in between the pipe right now? Because he's locked in. Yeah, the the first thing I noticed when with Whitey was his practice habits. Um, he is so fun to watch in practice and, and the games too. Obviously, he, he he does a great job in games. He's composed. He's really come into his own with his patience and his compete level. And I don't want to get too far into the goalie specifics. That's not my realm. And I'll probably sound <laughs> like a like I don't know what I'm talking about. Better I, than me though. So. I know, <laughs> but uh, no, the rea- reality is, is his compete level in practice is just through the roof. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a some drill that ends in a two on zero or it's a five-on-five drill or whatever it is he is post to post he's competing he is not looking at the next shot he's playing that puck all the way out until he freezes it or sends it down the ice so he's he is intense as it gets and and it's great I think it pushes pushes everybody um you know we got some really competitive guys him and Marcellus go at it pretty good and um you know Dougie Grimes gets in there so it's and Tanner always has something to say about it and especially in the shootouts so um it's a lot of fun but uh the thing with Whitey is his compete level and what he brings every single day it's it's awesome it's probably unmatched anything I've ever seen so. incredible work that he's had right now right now he is third in goals against average and save percentage in the entire USHL uh, I mean I wouldn't be surprised if he moves up even a little bit further here pretty soon um another guy you mentioned there Tanner Ludke you got a chance to watch him yesterday in the BioSteel All-American game and I don't know how many people, I'm sure a lot of people who are normally listening would know what, what that is, but just a great honor for him, really being recognized as one of those top American prospects who's draft eligible for the NHL draft in 2023. How cool is that to see a guy uh, with the Stars playing in a game like that? 
It's great. It's awesome. I mean, anytime you see any of our guys getting some sort of success or limelight out of what they're doing, it's it's a huge positive. And really, for for me, it's about them and them getting that that opportunity to to play with those other top end players and make sure that they're getting some attention that they deserve. And um, but you know, it's funny because yeah, I, I'm sure there was 30 NHL scouts at those games. Well, there's yeah. another 20 at all of our other games. So I don't know how different it was for some things. But anytime mm-hmm. you're elected to play for a special team like that, I'm sure Tanner took a lot of pride in it as he should. So um, he looked good. He was great in the faceoff dot. Right, we were talking. Yeah, that's about what we want to see. Yeah, right, we were yeah. joking, joking around with him after the game. But he, he's been dynamite there. So I was, I was happy for him. And it was fun watching play with other USHL guys. He was on a line with Sam Harris from Sioux Falls, and you think, you know, how many times are we watching these lines? matched up against each other and then you see that skill kind of combined together uh it for me I really enjoyed that part of it seeing the other USHL guys working with him and seeing how those guys could kind of blend their talents together as well yeah yeah no it's cool and it, it, you know you think about it all these kids are playing all different systems where they're coming from and I don't even think they had a single practice out there maybe they had one some sort of skate run through or something but at the end of the day they're just going out and playing and you know hats off to their to the coaches that were nominated to be there obviously they're great coaches for be, to, to get to that point but you know you got guys out there with just complete different mindsets as far as how their teams play the game and they're they got to gel together pretty quick but uh, the the compete level was super high which was interesting to see some 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 big bodies, some some bodied guys out there, some big checks, and um, that was that was interesting. Usually, kind of an all star feel game doesn't uh, have yeah. much of that, and it definitely was not that. There was some <laughs> some seriously nice goals and some big hits too. So I like that you brought that up because that's exactly what I was going to use as that all star feeling type of game. Because I felt the same thing yesterday watching it, and then you're right, you see a few checks, and it's like, wow, this is what we want all star games <laughs> to be like: is everyone competitive, feeling like they're playing for something, but you know, in, in the pros. Of course, they're not going to because they don't want to get hurt. But these guys, this is a chance to show off to scouts and get to that next level. So uh, that was a lot of fun that I really enjoyed in that part. Let's talk about the guys who are going to be coming on here in a moment here. Boston Buckberger and Keaton Peters. Um, Peters has really been a phenomenal goal scorer for this team, phenomenal in the dot. We just, he's been asked, it seems like he's been asked a lot of different roles this year, and he's done a great job in those. Uh, what have you enjoyed especially about his play this season? Uh, Keaton's been great since day one. He, he, he brings it, man. He came in great shape. He was ready to go. Um, he's a dog. He works hard in the gym. He works hard on the ice. He's smart. He never ever really complains. I don't think I've ever heard him complain once. And he just kind of guy that puts his head down and goes to work. And, you know, he's getting better every day. He's still a pretty young guy at the end of the day. And, you know, you know, what his future holds for him is extremely bright. So, um, you know, hearing the stories of where he's come from from last year to this year has been astronomical. Obviously, I wasn't here part of it last year, uh, but getting to see his success now is just just years of, of hard work. You know, it's nothing that happened overnight for him. He he put in a ton of work to get to this point, and and he hasn't stopped. Like he keeps working, keeps working. The success he has hasn't gone to his head, and he's he's, he's extremely hungry and motivated. He's a humble kid, and. Um, he's funny. He's actually low key. He got a great sense of humor. He doesn't say a whole lot, but when he does, he's he's pretty he's pretty funny. So he's a lot of a lot of fun to be around. Northern Michigan commit second on the team in goals right now, and as you mentioned, second year player with the Stars as well. Uh, joining him in just a moment here will be Boston Buckberger as well. And at, you know, first year with the team, he quickly became a fan favorite though with this team. And boy, his production on the ice certainly helps back that up as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's he's probably got the best name in hockey, at least in our league. And Boston Buckberger, that name is uh, is about as Canadian as it gets. No, it's a, it's great. And and, and Bucky's one of the nicest kids you're going to meet in the whole world, honestly. Since since day one, I met him. He's 
extremely professional and he'll give anybody in the world the time of day he's he's a really 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 nice kid and um you know it's so funny because in practice he he kind of gets this he sees red a bit and he's gets he's so much fire in his belly he's so competitive he's constantly going after our top line and pushing them to be better and it's making him better obviously too but um you know what i love about bucky is the, the bigger the moment the better he plays he scored some really big goals at, at late in games oh, yeah. end of periods um you know the bigger the moment the better he plays and uh he's an extremely unselfish person and and you know he's he's one of the best leaders i've, I've been around so he's got an extremely bright future and he, he's an awesome kid another kid it's always fun to be at the rink he's always one of the first guys in the rink and i always always one of the first things i hear them like, good morning z i look over it's always bucky so he's he's a very <laughs> friendly fellow and uh, we're lucky to have a guy like him on our team for sure. Oh, I like that you brought up that difference of very friendly, but when you're on your ice, there's a different personality. I've seen that. I just I'll watch a practice, and you know he'll say hi to you. And next thing you know, you're upset on the ice about something didn't go right. And it's like I, I kind of like that he can flip the switch like that. That's an important thing to do, I think, as an athlete. Though. Yeah, no, I, it's it's so important. And I think you know we had a conversation about ten days ago. Rocky addressed the guys and. Uh, we, we've got an awesome group of, of really nice guys and great teammates. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it almost backfires because everybody's so nice in practice. And it was like, hey, <laughs> if you guys want to get better, it's up to you to push each other here. You know, we can draw up the drills and describe the, the skills and the tactics we want to work on. But you guys got to go to war with each other a little bit to make sure you're yeah. ready for Friday night. And if you're not, you're cheating each other. And once they heard it phrased that way, that they're doing each other a favor, I mean, practices have absolutely taken off. So, and then, again, it comes, it comes down to guys like Bucky who off the ice, nicest kid in the world, probably not a single mean bone in his body. And then you get him on the ice and uh, <laughs> it's a different story, right? He, he so it's awesome. It's great to see. Yeah, it's been fun. I, I've loved when Ronke's talked about that with guys about how these are just these are great people, and he's talked about they're going to some of these schools they committed to. They're going to be a great addition for those programs as well, really aiding them in that point. Uh, Mike Zanella, Stars assistant coach, joining me. I'm Joel Norman here on Outside the Box, as, uh, as of course always being brought to you by Raising Canes. Lincoln again is taking on Sioux City coming up this Friday, 7:05 p.m. at the Ice Box, and then on the road again 6:05 the next night at the Tyson Events Center. And, you know, Mike, we've been touching on that one, then how nice that's going to be to get a look at them. It, when you look at the standings right now, you're right there with Fargo. But I was thinking about this last weekend. You got the weekend sweep, and I kept looking. You know, how'd Fargo do? They've kind of been winning as well, though, too. How much are you guys watching the standings? I know you can't really take care of a lot of that, but I think there's got to be goals you're outlining. You probably would like that first-round buy, even though that's still a few months out. Yeah, I mean, for me, it is, you know, extremely too early to really be looking at that stuff. I think, you know, once a week, it's nice to see kind of where how teams are trending and which way teams are going. Um, but if you start thinking about, oh, we got to do this or they're going to mm-hmm. do that or we need this team to win and that, like your your mindset is in the complete wrong place. It's all about your yourself, your own identity and, and building on that. And um, maybe the last few games of the regular season, that stuff will be a little bit more important. But Damn. we know if we can take care of business now and every weekend, then, you know, hopefully the when push comes to shove the last few weeks, we're, we're in a spot where we don't have to worry as much. So that's the ultimate goal. And I know it's cliche to say to, to not scoreboard watch, but, you know, yeah. you really it's way too close to be doing any of that, you know, and if. If there were a couple teams running away with it, maybe we, we would kind of be talking about it a little bit more. But with it being neck and neck, I think it's just, you know, we're trying to learn and trying to get better and making sure our group is getting better. So that's that's really just been our focus. I think another thing is we're right about at that halfway point of the season, too. So while things have kind of seemed to stay the same for a while, a lot can change. A lot can still happen because there's still half a season to go. 
Oh yeah. And I mean, you've seen staying, how important staying healthy is and, and things like that. And guys, you know, making sure they're, they're peaking at the right time. And it was a conversation we had with a couple of guys today about, Hey, you, you know, you got to take care of your body, but you got to take care of your mind too. Like you got to make sure you disconnect a little bit and mm-hmm. get some me time, some time away from the rink and stuff like that. And, um, it's very valuable for months like February and March when you got, you know, 20, 20 some games in two months, whatever it is. So, um, you know, we're trying to prep the guys for that and just teach them to be pros and take care of not only your mind, your body, but also your mind. And uh, you should be fresh when you come to the rink, as fresh as possible and hungry to be on the ice. We don't want guys limping out there and no. limping into the weekends, <laughs> right? That's that's not what you want. So, And February is going to test this team because you've got two Sundays in there with games. There's a Tuesday night with a game. And I thought about that. You know, Rocky, you mentioned yesterday, Rocky gave the team Monday off. You know, there's still some guys working there, but there's no formal practice how good is that, like you said, to be making sure you're you're locked in, but you're also being able to take that time off when you need to? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think you kind of get there gradually. I don't think you can just all of a sudden give these guys days off here and days off there. I think it's something that Rocky and our staff's been working towards and kind of teaching them how to manage their, their workload on an off day and, and what it should look like and what an easier Monday looks like because of a great weekend. It doesn't mean it's a, a day off from the whole world. It means, okay, you're not, you might not be skating today, but let's make sure we're taking care of ourselves and, and the things that we need and listening to our bodies. So it's all part about becoming a pro and, and growing up and developing and maturing and, and knowing yourself. So that's, that's kind of the lesson going on the, the month of January for sure. Absolutely. It should be a fun weekend coming up and Mike, we're really looking forward to it taking on Sioux City thanks for joining us here tonight oh my pleasure Joel I appreciate it man it's always always a great time being here and uh, I look forward to seeing you at the rink tomorrow morning now we have another day as we get closer to the weekend that was assistant coach Mike Zanella joining us I'm Joel Norman we'll take a break come back with Boston Buckberger and Keaton Peters here on Outside the Box being brought to you by Raising Canes on 93.7 The Ticket